Okay, we continue tonight. There are two copies of two different armakimists. Do we need to sit? Uh, it's uh, probably not. It's already, we're already starting two minutes late. I usually go two minutes late. If we need it, we'll... Uh... Okay. I have two armakimists tonight. One of we were discussing last night, two nights ago, and then we're going to start the metal sugya. Take a look at your chazanish. It's in Hilchas Taruvis. It's a very complicated chazanish. We're going to read the second half, which is also pretty complicated, but I want to focus on one point. We were discussing about Sveikis. Did a Jew own it? Did a Goy own it? And um, again, I want to reiterate, uh, which we'll get to later, if a Goy and a Jew own it, you buy it, you got to be terrible with a bracha. Not everybody knows that yet. And you're in a town. I'll make sure everybody... What? I said not everybody knows that yet. If you buy from a, a cleaf owned by a Yid and a guy like corporation, you have to be tethered with a bracha now. That's business. That's a whole different schmooze, which we'll get to sometime in the next week or two. That's a, so hold that question. That's an important question. So, um, Ramesha alluded to the fact that it, most of the time you could figure it out. You're just lazy, so then don't not take it to the mikvah because you just don't want to figure it out. Don't create your own fakers. Be table it. If it's a bona fide self, be table out a bracha. If you could check it out, check it out. Why lose the bracha? The Chaznish deals with this scenario where you have fakers, you have Roy um, Vakum, but you have some Jews that own some companies, Kol Kavu Kamechsa I promise to explain that. Gemara Sanhedrin learns out, Kol Kavu Kamechsa Don't think of as far here. Based on a Pusik. It's a very interesting Pusik. It talks about uh, throwing a grenade into a crowd. Uh, you throw a rock in and you kill somebody, you don't know whether it's a straw suffolk or not. Gemara says, well, if it's uh, nine Jews and one guy, so they have rife Jews. So Gemara says, if anybody, is, everybody belongs there, Shaila had to figure out Kavua, had to figure out Parish, it's a very big sugya. But if people are in the place where they're supposed to be, even if it's nine and one, we look at this 50 50, I'll be Allah. And the guy's considered a kavua, then it's like 50-50, even though it's 9 and 1. So if you have a town, a famous case in the Gemara, where if you took a piece of meat out of a store and you had amnesia, you don't remember where you took it, and there are uh, nine kosher, either five kosher stores and five trafe stores, and it's a bona fide suffix. Even if you have nine kosher and one trafe, you would say paskin roiv is kosher, but you don't, because the trafe is kavua, you took it out of the store, and the makam nechirosai, we say, So when you apply what's Kavua, what's Pirish? Pirish means, you go off the Roiv. If you find it on the ground in the street, that's Pirish, because you didn't take it out of the store. So then you go by how many stores? The nine kosher stores. The thing is technically kosher. Maker uh, din. That's called uh, is when you took it out of the store. So Chazni Shia says, if you have Goyim and Jews manufacturing just because you have a roiv doesn't help you too much if all the stores are kavu in the city, which they are. Chassam Seif is a very interesting tshuva. We discusses uh, there was a fire in a hospital. The fire was so devastating, Rahman al they couldn't identify the bodies, they had agunas. Couldn't figure out their roiv goyim in the hospitals. They start talking about kavu, maybe you can't pass them based on roiv. Chassam Seif says a chiddish, people don't belong in hospitals. So it's not kavu, even if they were kavu there for three weeks. Because that's not their natural place where they're supposed to be. That shows you how complicated. It is to be Kaveya, what's Kavua, what's Parish. Okay. With that short introduction, take a look at the Chazanish in the bracket. Second to last paragraph, Af Imlokach. Have you seen that? I put a bracket around it. 
אף אם לא כך מן הקבוע אפשר די להוקל משום ספקת רבנם. Even if you took it out of the store, you don't know which was the store Jewish or not, you'll say, well, it's called Kavuka Mechsa Mechsa, it's like 50-50. If it's glass, maybe I should be Mechel, Slavik Dabon Lekula. Kivin Deyev Shalahatol, Deyev Shalomatirin. He says, it, again, the same idea. It's easy to be Tevil. It's almost like a Davashish Matirin. Even though it's Dabon on glass, be Tevil it, don't make a bracha. Be Tevil it, normally make a bracha on glass, but here it's a Suffolk. And it's easy to be Tevil it, don't just say, Slavik Dabon Lekula. Vim Lekech, Mamakam Sharoi, Beis Chorosh Hashem Yisrael, Vuena Makirim, he doesn't know who's who, Efshir. Listen to this amazing story. He says, you bought it from somewhere, so you don't know which stores are which, so the stores are Kavua, so say 50-50, even if it's 90-10, and say it's a bona fide Tzavik, but maybe since the Chiv is only Chal, when it's Baal Yad Lokeach, so that's like Pirish, and certainly, he says, if he sent it to me, I didn't take it out of his store, and therefore, with Roy Vagayim, you can make with the bracha without any compunctions. And he repeats, even if you can't bring it out, and it's called Kavua, 50-50, and it's only glass, which is only Midarbon, it should be table anyway, because it's easy to do. And therefore, we don't say, it's easy to fix. He compares it to a Dabashish Matir. That's an important klal in Allah in general. So you say, well, it's easy. It takes me 10 minutes to drive to the mikvah. It's a half-hour affair. That's... Well, considered easy. How far was the mikvah in the time of Chazish? And you have a mikvah in town. If you need it desperately, you're in North Dakota. It's not so easy. He said, it was a glass. He says, Again, you need a bona fide suffix. Stam, companies, in Chuslerts, you have to assume the company is owned by Goyim. Jews do not own most of the companies, as we said, and therefore it's not even a suffix, and you can be titled with a brocha. Okay. Now let's begin the sugi of metals. Yes. Then fine, then include that. As I said, oh, you have a name, Farberware. Isidore Farber was probably very Jewish. I don't know if his name is Isidore, but that's a good name. Uh, Hyman. Yeah, pick any of the typical Jewish names. Um, if you are some latest a suffix, then treat it as a suffix. If it's metal, it's still suffixed in the form unless you give him a virus. And if it's glass, then suffixed But if it's easy, you should still be machmer and do it without a bracha. But again, if you have no reason to believe, just based on the propaganda that the Jews own everything, is insane. Uh, just ridiculous. So uh, I'm saying Farber is a Jewish name. I never checked it out. He says he says it was owned by Jews. Okay, there was a there was a company in Israel, Wexlerware. Somebody told me he's a guy Wexler who was Jewish. Lives in Savion, I think he told me. He should live in Savion if he's selling a lot of pots. Well, Wexlerware is a famous. Uh, you've heard of Wexler? It's a famous pot company. So he was Jewish. Okay, so uh, you got to know. Who's, uh, but you got to have latest Suffolk. That's my point. Okay. Now we introduced, um, even if you don't have your safer in front of you, I'll just, the next sugi is the metals. This is crucial. What does the pot have to be made of to be chayv and tefillah? So I'll remind you, the Machaber says, Or zchuchis, which is the Rabbanah. We're going to discuss, we're going to begin to discuss now, matchis, what is metal? So this is a good uh, thing to have a grounding in. So what is metal indeed? So the Pasuk, Lists six metals. I mentioned last night, lead was one of them. What does that have to do with pencils? Lead is one of them. Today it has nothing to do with pencils for sure, because it's not lead anymore. Um, so you have six things in the plastic, and we know there are more than six metals today. So listen carefully. This is a very fascinating concept. Let me introduce a couple of things to understand this. You've all heard in Sukhya, if you haven't heard or it sounds familiar, I'll explain it. 
there's one of the Yud Gimel Midush, I turn to Jeshbehem, is a Binyanav, a Mamatino. This is very important for Ganshas. You have Kazeir Shavas, you need a Kabbal from your Rebbe. Can't take a word, ha and connect them unless you have a Kabbal. Okay. You have a Kazeir Shavas, um, sometimes Machlekes are a Kazeir Shavas, a built in Kasha, by the way. Whenever it's a Machlekes Tanam, whether there's a Kazeir Shavas, what's the Kasha? Should be a very obvious Kasha you should have asked the first Sukkah you learned in sixth grade, or somewhere along the line. How can there be a, what? Kasha, I think, is obvious. How can there be a machlekis? If you have machlekis, Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Shimon, whether it's Gezer Shava, so you need a Kabbalah from a Rebbe to make Gezer Shava. So obviously Rabbi Yudah had a Kabbalah, Rabbi Shimon didn't. So why does Rabbi Shimon be Makabalit for Rabbi Yudah? And now they both have the Kabbalah, now they won't be a machlekis. It's an important Kasha. Uh, the answer is something along the lines that sometimes they had a Kabbalah that they had an X number of Gezer Shavas in Chumash or in this parak and the Sugi, and this wasn't one of them. They couldn't go over the numbers. They knew that they, knew they had a Kabbalah that this wasn't Gezer Shava. Okay. Side interesting fact, but you need a you need a kabbalah. Machlekes Rashi and Taisus the Sukkah. How many of the Yud Gimel uh, Midas do you need a kabbalah for? So the Machlekes runs between you don't need a kabbalah. Which one don't you need a kabbalah for? Obvious kabbalah. That's just based on logic. You need to it up. You don't shlug it up. So everybody's masking kabbalah. You don't need a kabbalah from your rabbi. And everybody else is there. You do need a kabbalah. Everything else is Machlekes Rashi and Taisus. So Mamatzinu, which is called a binyanav, is a banav, which means Mamatzinu is the weakest, if you think of it, of all the of all the limudim. If you need a Kabbalah from your Rebbe, it's not weak at all. You had a Kabbalah from Sinai. If you can make it up yourself, it's very easy to shlog up, which it is. Kavachami can only shlog up if you shlog up the Pearson logic. Mamatzinu is, we see a din in Sugya A, and we say, Mamatzinu, in this Sugya, there's the din, so too in this Sugya. That's pretty uh, wide. So there are already restrictions. You know the Pusik, uh, you don't know a din, Kamta Lisa, Ben Damladam, Ben Diladim, Ben Neglanega. So the Achrenim point out, they have three distinct sugyas in all of Kola That's redundant, that's like my Achrenim Vasar. In all of Tera, you have Damladam, Din Vadin, Negavanega. So what does that break it into? What's Damladam? What's Din Vadin? Din Vadin is Chesha Mishva, that's Din Imamunus. What's Damladam? Isafahetur. Negavanega is Tumba Tara. Those are the three basics. You can't make a binyanav cross section from one to the sea. There are only three of them. That's three pretty wide categories. So now, you're in Mominus. You want to make a binyanav. So you say, well, if it appears over here, it also appears over here. Okay, well, you can slug it up if you show any chilik. Half the sugis and shasta like this. The sugis, they got machlekes. This is a chilik. That is that. Five similarities, six similarities. How many similar, more similar to this, more similar to that. The Gemara adds up the numbers. So in a binyanav, in a mamatzinu, you can try to make a connection. You're going to run into a problem if you have what's called shneksum bam kechet, which means if a Torah says a chiddush over here and says a chiddush ten prokrum later in the same sugya, what does that tell us? So one mandama says if the chiddush appears twice, what it means is it only applies over here and over there and nowhere else, and you cannot make a binyanah. Binyanah means we're going to apply it all over the place. You can't do that because if it applies all over the place, say it once and you'll apply it yourself. So why did it say it twice? Must be it's only over here and over here. That's one Mandamah. Another Mandamah says, two might be a reason, but three certainly is no Binyanav. If you have three times, then certainly you can't apply it over there. So Shailah, whether Shnei Ksum Bechet or Shloish Ksum. Everybody follow so far? What happens if you have Shish Ksum or Bam Kechet? That's not pretty. Six? Six times it says something. So obviously it only applies in these six and you can't make a Binyanav. Why did I pick Six? Six medals, listen to Chumash. So if you want to come to the table over here, and I invite you to the table, and give your opinion, I'm going to throw out the question. If I'd ask you, would you say it's limited to these six medals, or do we apply it to all medals? What, what would you tell me at this point? Shish, not shnei, not shnei. Shish, kum, ba, biachle. How do you only apply it to these six? 
And some Acharonim hold like that. Some, like the Acharonim, the Ikas Moshe, on different levels. We'll see. Actually, the Acharonim, not the Ikas Moshe says, it doesn't bother me the way, so we'll get to the Acharonim. So, we're going to see inside. Moshe is going to hold that uh, it's at best Chayim Midrabana, like glass, because it's similar to glass. You can reform it. That's why they made the glass, but it's not Chayim Midrabana, so this is Shishuk from Bab It's a pretty strong point. Many disagree, and they say that it applies to all metals, even the ones that we found and invented and are still discovering, whatever the case may be. So what do you do with Shishuk Sum Bab What would you say? How can you make it? Make it a bend enough. Well, just like this, six metals, or any metals. So how do you how do you do that? We have six six words in the same pasuk. So there there are, there are two ways out of it. One fairly easy, but I think you would think of what? Yeah, good, good, and therefore we just say the same good. So the answer is Hashem knows what metals are coming because He put it in the bria. Hashem can't say a word in the pasuk by Kabbalah Satera that nobody knows what in the world it is for another 1,500 years. Hashem's, Hashem's giving Rosh Hashem the Chumash. He's going to write seven medals. Six of what we know, and the seventh one, I'll tell you in a thousand years from now. Don't ask any questions. What? No, so it could be, it could be that we, the only, those are the six medals known to mankind. So Hashem wrote all six, and this is a dogma. Now, you say, so why does Hashem have to write six? The answer is, if you only wrote two, no, you would just say it's one and you would dash away why it's only gold because gold is gavaldic. You know, and if you wrote set, what? Yeah, but do you need a word for metals if you write Bedil or you write, uh, you might, you write Barza, you write, what word? If you had a word, you'd say it's only this metal that was popular. That's how you do it. I mean, that's how you start. No, we have this problem with the fish. You have stop here at Kaskesis. And we know that you only need one simit. I'm the other one's there. So why write two? The answer is you only read one. You would have written one, you would have thought it's the other one. So I wrote two. So now we identify both. You've got to be able to identify the word. You're saying pick a word, give it to Moshe and say this means all metals? Okay, maybe. That's why this is a debatable point. But, but you start off right away. Or Moshe seems to be assuming you should some bump gachas. Like, how do you get out of this riot? So one riot is it's not homish because it didn't exist yet. I mean, it existed, but we didn't know about it yet. The other answer is, which I will show you later, some Acharonim say that this is a description. It's to here to describe what the qualities of metal are so we know to extrapolate. So you only have one or two, you wouldn't know, but different metals are very different qualities. Somebody mentioned last night that I think Avram, it was you, that lead has very different qualities, dressy different than some other metals. So if we only had a couple of them, we would say, maybe it's only a metal that's, that has this amount of, of um, elasticity is not the right word, uh, ability to, uh, to, to mold it to what you want. Maybe this metal is semi-precious. Maybe that's precious. Maybe that's ferrous, not ferrous. We'd stop putting these though. So therefore, Hashem gave a whole bunch to say, whatever you got in mind and knock out and things like that, it doesn't matter. But some Hashem says the definition. Yeah. So I mean, when they, when they gave split hooks and choose a cut, why, why did they give all the we have all that. We just don't know exactly which one it is. But we do know what the Simonim are. We don't. We not be able to. We know exactly what the Simonim are. The, the birds we have a problem with. That's that's one of the great rias. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't a zoologist because Hashem told the information. That's why we never found another one. No, so he's saying why? Are you asking why did the Chumash just say these are two Simonim, not list any animals? The answer is to clarify the Simonim. And therefore what? Therefore the Torah should have written only what? Therefore, if the Torah wants to tell you something, we tell them, look, we 
So you're asking why the Torah would say the animal just say the simanim? Is that what you're asking? Yes, you're asking? So I think the answer is because we'd be a little fuzzy on the simanim, like we're fuzzy now. Remember, they, they came out with an article about 20 years ago, they found a chazer that was, had split foot and chewing his cud. So what's the answer? So someone had to say, it's a riot of the Mashiach coming like the Paraduma Lakewood. It's a riot of the Mashiach. I'm not saying that's not a riot, but uh, we'll talk about that separately. But they said it's a riot. The answer is no. It, maybe it's a riot. It's a better riot that it's not a chazer. <laughs> that's the more probable riot. If you have an animal that has both simonim, they, they, found, a, they found a third answer. It didn't really have true split hooks. There were other issues of the simonim. But it's, the terror when it comes to Machal Surah doesn't want to take any risks. So besides giving simonim, but list the animals, there's no mistake. But that, that, that I understand. So Hashem doesn't want us eating tarpus. Uh, you know. So you should be famous metals. That would be bizarre. Can you imagine the Midbar? They're learning Chumash? They got to Meshavana. We're learning Chumash Arashi. I said, what is this word? I don't know, but it's coming soon. <laughs> Anytime in the next 2,000 years. A metal. <laughs> okay. So that's the, uh, that's the issue over here. Yeah. Yeah, we just lost the Messiah. Everyone? They're like thousands of them. Maybe. But then you have the problem of the Shanks to Bob Kecha. So don't write six. It could be Machal's Asuris, the Torah is more mocked because of the downside of Machal's Asuris. That's, that's what I was mentioning to Yehuda. Anyway, these are the possibilities. We're going to see now where I mentioned These are the possibilities, and this is the, the built in issue which they struggle with. Um, Ramesh holds us high into a bottle anyway, but it's no worse than glass, and therefore you have to tell the Liyaf Megabach. Hashanah is when you have a suffix, is a suffix to Rabbana, a suffix to Arisa. That's really the Shaila. Um, it, it's no gab, by the way, to Tumor of Attire also. Metals are Makabal Tumor. If you have a new metal that's not included, and you hold it's not included, and it's not included, period, then it's not Makabal Tumor. Ramesh has the truth about airplanes in Kayana. And he says, you got to look at the airplanes, see what rove of the airplanes made out of before you say that it's. If something's makabal tumah, it's not chaytzim in tumah. Then if it, the mace is in the cargo, it's it's not chaytzim. If it's an old zarg, it's not chaytzim anyway. It's another problem. But even if it's not, uh, so he discusses his same shita that well, maybe uh, aluminum and the other things were not included. Therefore, it's not a metal that's makabal tumah. So that's a big enough community also. Okay, let's start the tshuva on page. Uh, well, it's not the page, but simon chavbeis. See the bottom. I, I got only three lines on the first page. Clear aluminum and tzrich and so, aluminum is one of the newer inventions. You, when you're looking it up, when was that discovered? A couple hundred years ago? What? Well, not long ago, right? Yeah, yeah. So, in uh, egg, and it's very popular. Now, this is enough Camino, by the way. You started asking me about the aluminum pans, which we're going to discuss at length, not now. Part of the problem is what's considered a rye, what's considered a clay, what's that. We're going to discuss it. Uh, part of the equation there is you have to first take a position is aluminum the race of the Rapana? If it's Dorabana, you can be a lot more makeable on the Shaila. Our Maisha happens to hold the Dorabana, as we'll see. Hine, Kli aluminum, Shimatechas, Fadasha, Shalanitka, Bakra, near the Mehatera, Eina, Trichatvila. Yamashanaka, across Shesh, Minim, Bishma, Sayim, Lanaka, Klal, Kol. Next page. Matechas, Okulu Matechas, didn't say a general rule of metals. Obviously, our Maisha held, they could, could have been a word for metals. So he held basically saying, Shisha, Kusum, Bab, Kecha, Bukhach, and Lima, top line, page two. 
Again, he puts the sugis together, Tuma and uh, and Tzilas Kehem. V'tzmich and Tzvila v'lokeilam mimiyinam achem da'teresh enitna mitiyev ha'shbarach ha'rei ha'boretz kol minimatkos Hashem created the whole world and all the metal shabaylam af elu shalol yodu inchi even though we didn't know about them. V'yemayu b'din Tuma v'tzvila lo yalakarli part elu shouldn't have listed it. If listed it, it must be these things are not included and therefore aluminum is not included. Skip down to the next bracket. Avonira, go down by 10 lines. Avonira, the Tfilim Dabana Tzarech, at least the Tfilim Dabana, come out, Klitz Chuchish, Amavash, Yehovah, Chinish Nabi, Yeshlam, Takana, Baklimatkas Damo, similar to metal that can be reformed, reblown, and recast. Tam Zeika, Bishar, Minimatkas, Oyezer. It's even more um, obvious by other metals than other metals are more dumb than metals than glass is dumb than metal, obviously, and therefore they would have been Chayim Dabana. Interesting point, Ramesh is assuming. That even though Chazal didn't make the Takana because aluminum wasn't around, but since it fits into their general Takana, it's included, which we discussed many times. It doesn't always go in that direction. Sometimes we say, got it under the wire, like by Bishalachim and the microwaves, those shitas. They didn't have microwaves, therefore it wasn't included. That's not so posh because maybe you put in the equation of the Dwarabona and say, well, this fits with the Dwarabona. Yes? What? A well, kidney is even more cob because that was only a mini, which is relatively recent. But yeah, it's a similar mach like yeah, well, should the quinoa. Quinoa certainly fits the bill. Shiloh is that we have to add to it. But Durabana, it's a serious Shiloh. So Amesha assumes it is, interestingly enough. Okay, so that's, you see Amesha's sheet that clearly is shish from Aluminum is not included. It's still Chayim and Now, just go to the last paragraph because this is Nagea to the Shiloh you started asking before about the uh, restaurants, which again, I'm just going to show you what he says once on the Chuva. I'm sure we'll go back to discuss it at greater length. Hotel. Now, talking about Jewish hotel or a Gaish hotel? Well, you'll say, of course, talking about Jewish hotel. You're not even a Gaish hotel. But let's say, forget the Mara sign, let's say everybody knows they're serving kosher ice cream and Howard Johnson's, whatever. It used to be a popular hangout 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And uh, so, is it, what's he talking about? What's Amish talking about? You can be talking about the See, can't be. That's why I brought it up. It can't be. be because they're not table it over there. It's not even a shayla because they don't own it. If they don't own it, it's not chiddush. So I imagine wouldn't be writing this last part. Oh, so you said it's not a chiddush. Yeah. Not a chiddush. It's like, but there's nothing to discuss. He's going to have a whole paragraph now. There's nothing to discuss there. That's why I'm pointing out. He's talking about a Jewish establishment that owns the caterer. Which most Jewish, all Jewish caterers, not all, but most Jewish caterers today own their stuff and they bring it from Simcha to Simcha where they own the whole establishment, the restaurant. So this is extremely no gay. I mentioned to you this, some of the and the Kashras agencies in the 50s and 60s used to rely on the shita that their Kli Suda was their business and our eating, and therefore it's their business and it's not Chiv Tzvila, which is a Chiddush. They don't rely on that too much anymore. Ramesha doesn't even discuss the Tzad L'Hokol. <laughs> he just says, the Pashat, if you're there, you're stuck. He doesn't say, well, maybe it's what discussed. He talks about now, we're going to read it right now, what do you do? So he says, well, maybe you can lift the schnitzel off the plate and not use the plate. Like, he doesn't even entertain, you see, she, there is a machlekes about this. Ramesha says nothing to discuss, and he says, it's klisuda, and you've got to be tevelin. And if they didn't, what do you do now? So, they have a, um, a metal plate, or a glass plate, put it in front of you, and they have a nice, thick, juicy steak there. The good news, Ramesha says, you're looking for a kula, he says, the chicken, the steak doesn't need the kli, you can lift it off the kli. They served it in it, but it, that's too late. Now it's sitting in front of you. So lift it up. Even though if you use it, it's called kli suda. But that's his problem, not your problem. Right now you're eating. What do you do? You can't run out. You have a business meeting. So what should you do? So Amisha says, 
It needs Tvila from their side, but you're stuck. Tzrich and Tvila, Akiva, Shein, Amayachal, Nasser, it doesn't ask for the meat. That's a, I didn't mention that yet. It doesn't ask for the food if you cooked in a pot that wasn't Nitzvah. That's good news. Yesh lahata b'shaz ha'dachak, litvom mishom b'yadayim, pick up the steak or the chicken, abadav v'shein sar ha'tzvidlo lecho. I hope this is like finger food, or else it's going to look kind of strange. You have like a gigantic steak, three inches thick, and you just keep holding it. Um, if you're in a very hush for business environment, this is going to make a very interesting impression. You might close the deal based on this because the guy with you might say, oh, finally a normal guy, and he might pick up the steak also and start eating, so then you're in good shape. If that doesn't happen, it's not going to work out, but what Moshe says, this is like a cool already. But if you're eating something, it needs the clean still, not just to serve it, like soup. Out of a bowl, out of a glass bowl. It needs the clean. You can't pick up, you can go like this, but that's really going to look bizarre. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Moshe presupposes this. He doesn't even discuss as a side of on this. <laughs> every, almost every catering establishment to the 1970s. I won't mention, there were Hashem that relied on this. Now it was phased out in the last 30, 40 years, um, but it was common, and I, don't, I didn't see the date when this was written, but there was, uh, whatever, it was a problem. And Moshe didn't hold the Hetar. There were Hashem agencies that relied on it. So this thing's far. That's not clear suited for me. I'm just doing this for business. They happen to be there. Their reading is my business. But Moshe clearly doesn't hold the Hetar. He's now saying, what do you do? You're stuck there. So the best thing is to leave. But if you can't leave, and you're, you're asking, why do we trust them for the kashras? The answer is, normally it's a problem, but not here. Because they were probably given permission not to be tabbed. So Moshe doesn't like it. Right. Right. Moshe right. doesn't like the head. He doesn't hold the Amaratsa necessarily. So he says, no, you can take the steak and pick it up. You're not using it anymore. You can't put it down. You better eat quickly. If it's soup, that's going to be an issue. Because you're taking it one teaspoon at a time, or a tablespoon at a time. Um, and he holds the caterers and the restaurants need to be table. And therefore, Amesha says, this is no gay if you buy somebody's house and you, I mentioned this early on, if you don't trust that they would table it, you probably have bigger problems with kashras. But let's say it's an area you know everything's kosher v'yasher, and you find out they weren't table. You're at a friend's house, you trust kashras. He realizes in the middle. Or you realize in the middle and you can't bring it up. Whatever the case may be. So b'shaz l'chak, if you really can't leave and you can't embarrass him, you got to pick up the chicken. If you're eating something that requires a fork and knife, you're in trouble. Ask him for um, plastic cutlery. Otherwise, uh, pick it up. And if you can't do that, then you got to stop using it. Okay, Mr. Shem will continue next week. Okay, so that was about the start of phasing it out. So this should... You just move... Uh, we have a business meeting. Just move all the stuff around. And you just, just keep... Look like you're reading. Yeah. <laughs> As it turns out, aluminum was so hard to produce initially when it was isolated. Right. It was so valuable that at one of Napoleon's dinners, right. 